0: hello hey chris hey how's it going brother
1: it's going good how you doing
0: i'm doing all right i'm doing all right just got back from vacation so i'm i'm feeling good right now
1: that's good i hope you enjoy your vacation
0: i i did i did the girls did as well so how are you doing i'm good so um, I, I know I know for a while you've been you've been wanting to talk and we we haven't been able to do that. So um, I appreciate you having time to talk today.
1: Uh, not a problem at all, Chris. Not a problem.
0: And I I know that we don't agree on some things, but um, we've always been able to ha- have you know somewhat of a, a casual, uh, especially civil conversation. So yeah. I, I appreciate that too.
1: Yeah, that's what I want to do, Chris. I you know I know we don't agree. I mean that that's pretty obvious, but Mm-hmm. I I want to have a civil conversation without arguing or yelling or somebody not able to hear what I'm saying because I'm going to yep. listen to what you're saying. I want to okay. hear what you're saying, you know? And maybe you could give me insight into things I'm not very familiar with. You know what I'm saying?
0: And that's all I'm trying to do. That's yeah. that's all I want to do is is and and you know what you may have information that I need to hear, you know? So understanding that going into this, I think this is something that more people should be doing, you know?
1: I agree. I I think there would be a lot less, uh, some of the stuff that's going on now, if people just learn to just talk to each other and listen to each other, you know, and not just, you know, go off blindly without even hearing what the other person is saying, you know?
0: I, I agree. I think that's
1: why so many people are frustrated now because nobody's listening. Everybody's fighting and nobody's listening. So,
0: yeah, I think that's that's one of the main components of it is, you know, people trying to say, you know, this is happening or, you know, this person isn't as bad as say the media is making out to be, but no one wants to listen to the other person and so people are just just frustrating and shutting down. So
1: Yeah, and they're getting angry and you could see that. Now, mm-hmm. that's why it's, you know, this is breaking out all over the country because people are really angry. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so so, so th- th- I was
1: just hoping what we're doing could be a start, could help some way, you know? Just
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that that's why I started this podcast, is to give people a platform to speak their mind. You know, I'm not, I don't know if you listened to my, my first episode, which is kind of like an introduction, but... I
1: tried to get on, uh, when you first put it, you sent me the link and said that you had no recordings yet, but... It's oh, like, okay. I could try it again.
0: I'll yeah, yeah. It. I'll, I'll get you that link, but but basically you know i said in there that um i'm not here to to debate you this we're not we're not talking where i'm i'm trying to yell at you or i'm not even trying to change your mind that that's not what the point of this is the point of this is for for me to listen to what you're saying um and then hopefully for you to listen to what i'm saying yeah. and we can go our separate ways and and not agree and 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 that's fine in in, in most cases but the point is if you can leave this podcast feeling like hey you're being heard you know your feelings are being considered and you are being treated fairly then i think that's a great start um onto where we want other people to be where we want even our politicians right you know hear each other work together and that kind of stuff so um that that's what i'm trying to do here so i do appreciate you coming on yeah
1: yeah, you know, I've had, you know, poli- I've had enough of politicians, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> That's why I, I was a Democrat most of my life. I was a union mm-hmm. member. I was a Democrat. You know, I've always voted for Democrats. I voted for Obama, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, I started, this, there was stuff happening I wasn't mm-hmm. happy with. So yep. I tried the Republican Party for a few years, and I said, I don't even like this. So I said, I don't want, I don't <laughs> want to be affiliated with anybody. So... I'm not affiliated with any party, because even independent is a party. So right, right. So, so I'm on a feel affiliated, and you know, I just uh I want to hear what a person has to say. I want to see where they are, you know, mm-hmm. and what they're going to do for the country, you know, and what good they're going to do for the country. Because I, you know, like right. take Donald Trump. I I know how this guy is. I mean, you know. He's lying half the time, but most politicians are but the mm-hmm. thing about Donald Trump he's not a politician and mm-hmm. you can't buy the guy because he's got he doesn't need the money i mean he didn't have to do what he's doing but he i I kind of feel like he he wants to help, but he gets in his own way most of the time with his his mouth I mm-hmm. mean, if he if he just stopped insulting people and and going off on these rants and just you know, stop being so thin-skinned. You know, maybe more people would see what he was trying to say. You know, but you know, he has all this hate around him now. That it's like,
0: uh... yeah. No, you know, I I hear I hear where you're coming from. You know, with some of that. Um, you know, when the, the Donald Trump issue is something that we've we've briefly talked about before. Um... Well, I
1: tried to talk about it on Facebook, you, but some of your friends kind of just uh they, they started ripping into me i said okay i can't do this
0: <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> I, was, I was just trying to
1: make a point and all of a sudden i was getting torn apart it's like okay, all right i won't say anything
0: facebook is rough it's a rough place to try to get points across yes. um, because because you have cross conversations and stuff like that which again usually i'll start a conversation with someone and if i feel like there's a conversation to be had I, i'll message him privately and say hey um you know, reach out to me, you know, give me a call or, or, or and I've done that in the past plenty of times. So um, again, this is what I'm trying to do, creating that environment where I can have the conversation because I, I don't want people to start sharing their opinion and then having p- other people just fly out of nowhere and, and attack that person because yeah. that's not going to yeah. help anything. No, it's
1: not going to help because then I started getting angry and, you know, once two people get angry, you must well forget it because you're not going to listen to each other.
0: exactly, exactly yeah. so you know re- regarding regarding Trump right and, and I, I've I hey, know plenty me, of people who tell me have, why
1: you don't like Trump
0: to, why I don't like Trump Yes okay um, so let's pol- politics aside okay. you know I, I don't like the person that Donald Trump is right and that may seem harsh because I don't know him personally. Um, but as as far back as you want to go, whether it's the Central Park Five, right? And I don't know if you are you familiar with that.
1: Uh, that had something to do with rents or something.
0: So no, no, that's entire, that's an entirely different thing. Uh, <laughs> okay. You know, but no, I
1: don't, uh, okay, I know what you're talking about. The so the cent- the five uh, young men that were accused of
0: yes, uh, yes, assault. terrible terrible situation terrible yeah. for the okay. for the young woman yes um, and so here is Donald Trump and he takes out a, 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 an ad in the paper calling for I believe at that time he he was calling for the death penalty to come back to New York you know you, the words that were being said um, animals or monsters fueling this fire now now again, I understand during that time, information may have been, you know, skewed and, and maybe people did think they were guilty. And you know what, back then, fine. Right. But now here is our president and he's being asked point blank. Now that these men now were, were um, found innocent, will you apologize for what was said and done on your part? And he refused to do that. Hmm. Now, what does that say about someone's character where they can't admit they were wrong? And I mean, this is something where he was calling for the death penalty. But yeah. you were calling for the lives of these men to be taken, and at the highest platform, you can't even apologize for that. I think that says so much about someone's character it's inexcusable to me. and, and again, who I, I'm not some high and mighty judge and jury. you know he doesn't have to bend to my whim, but when people see that. How do you think that looks? Where the president can't apologize for something like that?
1: So, what do you think it is? Is it ego that makes him not able to admit he's wrong? Oh, of course, of is course. Because he, he doesn't admit he's wrong ever. You know, he never think, says he's wrong.
0: Ever. Well, once you, once you see people start putting their names on buildings, I think it has a lot to do with. Well, ego. Yeah, you
1: put forty <laughs> letters on your building. You know, your your ego your ego is uh, through the ceiling. So. Oh,
0: absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and so funny. I I think no, but, I can you know, understand
1: that. You know, I, See, I really didn't know much about that whole mm-hmm. episode because I never. Uh, back then, I was kind of in my own world, so I never. That was quite a while ago, right? What is that? that
0: yes, it was. Yes, it was. But they did come out with a Netflix um, series. I believe it's called Now You See Us. I believe so. Oh, really? And okay. um, I have And Netflix, it, it it went over that. I gotta see that. It's 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 rough to watch at some points. Yeah. So I mean, I I highly suggest you watch it. It's very very uh
1: informative
0: oh very much so and i mean obviously back then things were a lot different there's there's no shaking that and we understand that and and the nation itself has come a long way since then however if we can't apologize for the things that have happened in the past how do we know that we've learned from them you know what i mean
1: yeah no i agree with that 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 makes sense let me ask you a question chris Mm -hmm. being a black man let me ask you a question Yep. Were, were you brought up to mistrust the police? You know, like you couldn't trust the police when you were brought up?
0: Well let, well, let me answer that by saying this first. I wasn't raised to mistrust the police, okay? I was raised to follow and obey authority, whether it's teachers, whether it's other adults. Or I mean, I grew up to the point where if, if there was a neighbor who saw me acting up, they could, you know, they could tag me like, hey, cut it out. And that, that's what, so I grew up respecting all forms of authority. Now, with that being said, as I grew up myself, based off what I saw, whether it's shakedowns of the local drug dealers, um, whether it's harassment, whether it's the way that I see them talk to people younger than me or my age, I have learned that people with a badge are still just people. Mm-hmm. And I I think one of the biggest problems we have is people see that badge as something as incorruptible. Well, that's not the case. And once you once you begin to see that, you can then say things like, "Not all cops are good. Not all cops get into this line of work to do good." Yeah. You see stories where you say, "Okay, this one individual, this one police officer." chose to break the law, that doesn't taint every single officer. But if Is you it, can't distinguish the bad from the good, then, you know.
1: Yeah, see, once again, we're dealing with uh power. Once a person mm-hmm. gets that kind of power over other people, it, right. it changes some people. You know, they get to like, they're invincible, like, they could do whatever they want and they can't be stopped, you know? Right. You know? Like what happened with George Floyd? That was that was the worst thing I've ever seen. You know, I was sick. Yeah, that, yeah, and that guy he deserves the death penalty because he, you know, he. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm screaming. I was screaming at the video. Get off his neck! What are you doing? that mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. was that was awful. It was awful. To, you know, and everybody I know that saw that felt the same way. Everybody who saw that, and it was an eye opening. Um, Thing I mean, it opened everybody's eyes to exactly what's going on here, and you know. But I don't know where to. What happened to it though? Because that that was so many people saw that that saw mm-hmm. what it really was, you know, and what could happen to somebody in that situation. And the politics politicians just took it over and just, just distorted the whole thing. Oh it, yeah, it could have been something great for this country because it, it was. And everybody everybody saw that video and it just, I know how it affected people, mm-hmm. you know. So, it, you know, George Floyd's death, to me, could still have a lot of meaning because, a lot, you know, but it's got to get back to that, you know.
0: Like a, like you mean like a catalyst, right? It was yes, a catalyst for absolutely,
1: change. Absolutely. And then, but see, from things like that, change comes, that, you know, mm-hmm. if everybody... Is looking at this, and they're all feeling the same way. How disgusting and awful it was, you know. Things will change, and like, uh, what's happening now though? It's, it's so wrong. like the destruction and you know just it, that doesn't change anything. See, I'm old enough to remember Martin Luther King and what he stood for, and mm-hmm. I listened to his speeches. You know what he was talking about and his protests when he was out there Mm -hmm. on the street he was not a violent man he he can he condemned violence Mm -hmm. you know but he made a difference what he did is why things have changed the way they have because he stood up to that he took he stood up to the racism and the bigotry and you know so
0: and he and he he still died right he still got he was he, he was still murdered right
1: he, yes, he was murdered.
0: And so on. On the other side, we have we have Malcolm X, right? And I don't know what you know about him, um, but he he wasn't a violent man per se, but he preached self defense, and you know, hey, you know, we're not going to turn the other cheek; we're out of cheeks, right? I believe and, in
1: self defense. <laughs> and
0: and guess what? He he died just as well. And so now was as, he
1: as, was he murdered?
0: he he was murdered. Uh, he wasn't murdered uh, by the the same, if you want to say group, or with the same agenda, if you want to put it that way, but he was still murdered for what his, his teachings and that kind of stuff. But so, you know, I, I, I just want to touch on a few things that, that you said earlier, which I, I thought were very interesting. The first one, when you, when you said it, it comes back down to power, which I completely agree with. You know, you have some politicians and or some, uh, police officers, who they feed off the power. And I don't know if you're familiar with the Stanford Prison Experiment. Have you heard of that? No. So this is yeah. So this is also very interesting because basically it was an experiment to see what happens when people perceive they have the power. And basically it was a group of people, and some were some were assigned as prisoners, and some were assigned as uh, guards, and the guards, even though it was an experiment, it was fake. These guards changed drastically uh, to the point where they actually had to stop the experiment because of what was happening. And so now you think about people who get badges and guns and they are being told you are the law. Uh, then you so see that, these that, things that actually, happening.
1: That actually changed that person. Once once they get the power, Right the changes their, you know, Mm-hmm. That's the scary thing about power. <laughs> what was that called?
0: This is that that was called the Stanford Prison Experiment.
1: Okay, I'm gonna have to look that up.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's good. I mean, the the guards became abusive, and it was it was crazy. Yeah. And again, they had they had to stop it. So I think it only I don't really think it lasted a week wow. before they had to stop it. So, yeah and then, and then the other thing I want to touch on is is when when you said that you know the things going on now you know you don't really you don't really like and we're talking about like the the destruction and, and that kind of stuff and um, which which sometimes does take away from the message of the protest but yes it
1: does and, I think and, I mean I agree. No, I, I, I agree with the protesting mm-hmm. but to burn down somebody's life work when mm-hmm. they really haven't done anything to you you know mm-hmm. and it's Or, you know, just I mean, you got people in there that really are not for black lives. They're not. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you
0: for pointing that out. Thank you for pointing that out.
1: And they're they're really hurting uh, what what they're trying to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, so. And I hate to say it,
1: but most of those people are white.
0: (laughs) So can can you tell me of a time when a major change, whether it's voting rights or freedoms or whatever, was given without violence?
1: Without change, you mean?
0: Without, without, without protest, without protest, whether it's, and even even if you want to, And let me just say this, I'm not advocating for destruction of property or, and or violence. However, can you name a time when a when massive change happened? What, again, voting rights, Uh, No freedom.
1: No, there's always there's always to bring change there's always been protests.
0: Right. So what about the freedom from England? Did we just protest and nothing was damaged and they said, Okay, that's fine, yeah, you're America now?
1: No. (laughs) It didn't happen that way.
0: What about what about the end of slavery? Did they say, Hey, you know what guys, we're done with this. You you guys are good. You guys can go. No. What about women's rights? Did did the women just Wake up one day, and we were like, "Hey, you guys can vote. Totally cool. You guys can run in marathons. Do you know you how many, guys. Can... Do you know how
1: many years that took for them to get the vote?
0: Absolutely, About of course. Years, <laughs> of course. Yeah, but but right. what yeah. of? Yeah, I see what are these. Yeah. So why is it now all of a sudden un-American to listen? Black people have been asking to be treated equal for years this this misconception that after slavery everything was all peachy is weird to me it's no like, wasn't. i'm tired i'm tired of people saying it got even
1: worse in yeah. the south anyways yeah i mean Thank right you. up Thank until you. i mean mm-hmm. what happened in the 60s that was that's mm-hmm. what boiled over into that i mean it's, mm-hmm. you know i understand why some a lot of it's happening people are angry chris they're right. angry and they, and mm-hmm. they want to the change and i understand yep. that you know and, yeah. Nobody wants to see any of this. I, I don't want to see. You know, I, I want to see equality. I mean, I've always mm-hmm. believed in. I was brought up with thinking that way. You
0: know? mm-hmm. And that's good to see um, because one one of the one of the disheartening things to see is people my age who don't seem to care about what's going on, where they they just. You know, it's just another day for them. You know, this, it doesn't matter that people are marching through every city. It doesn't matter that people are on the news crying over their relatives that have been murdered by police officers. They, they just go about like nothing is changing. Nothing's different for them. And that's, that's almost scary, you know. And when it's something that's constant, When when you're watching, okay. So I I I try to pay attention to as much as I can when it comes to things that are happening. So when you're watching these protests and there are people peacefully protesting and they are shot in the face with rubber bullets, they are getting their mask pulled down and sprayed in the face with mace or 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 um, what do they have? Pepper spray there when they're being attacked with riot shields, when you see older people being pushed over, when you see the press being attacked, and then you see the leader of the nation come out and not condemn what's happening, but to say or tweet out, when the looting starts, the shooting starts.
1: Yeah, that, that was really foolish to say. It was a very stupid statement I think that that goes back to someone else had said that I don't remember who but, but um, no it wasn't yeah i understand where you're coming from, but I mean, how do you separate the two Chris I mean,
0: it's a good question.
1: How do you separate the two? How do you separate the people that are out there strictly to to just you know burn down and destroy and the mm-hmm. ones that really want change that want change that want to see you know that's a means something to, to come to mm-hmm. you know how, how well, do you separate the two i mean
0: no that's that's a great question right that that's a very very good question because obviously you want to be able to do that you want to be able to hear the people who really want to be heard and get the people who just want to cause chaos out of there. Right. That's, that's so that's a great yeah. question. You know, if, it, if it were up to me, if I had any kind of say, the first thing you want to do is make sure that the lines of communication are out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that, you know, if you're a police chief, you want to make sure the people in your city know I- I'm here to listen. OK, if, if you're going to come down and you're going to organize this march, which I've been to marches here in, in Hartford, I, br- I brought my daughter all peaceful. Nothing happened. Right. Mm. So if, if you're able to speak to the police chief and say, this is what we're doing. The people that I am bringing here are not and I repeat, are not going to be starting this mess. And when something happens and and this is this is a big one because i I've, I've seen this not happen if something happens and we tell you these are the people who are doing that those are the people that need to be arrested i've seen plenty of videos where something's happened the police have been flagged down and the black people are the ones getting arrested okay so you you can't you can't tell people okay we want you to protest peacefully right and then they say sure you know i we're protesting here we are marching and then these people come from out of state and they start destroying things or inciting things and then those the black people there say hey listen these guys are starting trouble and then they're the ones who are being arrested
1: the people the ones that are saying that are the ones being arrested
0: yeah i can send you videos man Wow, I, there, there's a video. There's a video of store owners, right? Because we want to talk about businesses, right? There's a picture of store owners who had their family there and they chase off people who are trying to vandalize their business and they flag down the police officers who come over, no questions, and it's against the wall, guns out, and there are th- th- members of the press who are, who are recording this, members of the press, they're saying that's not the people. The people you're looking for are running. They're currently running that way, and they're they're told back up. You know, get out of yeah. here, mind your business. So how, you want to talk about having trust in the police yeah. if they're calling you and, yeah. and they're being, you know, th- this is this is a big problem.
1: Yes, it is a big problem. It is. Let, let,
0: let's go to what happened the other day with with the with the teenager who shot protesters uh, I'm, you're you're familiar with that
1: yeah i saw that yeah
0: now listen I, let's just assume he had no intention of doing that because i don't know everything but the simple fact is if you want to separate the protesters from the people who are causing things why are we allowing people
1: to walk to around go, with-
0: well not even that not, hey listen it's a free country right yeah. And and as long as you're as long as you're following the the law, which I'm I guess in this case he wasn't, but as long as you're following the law, whatever. But you are allowing people to come into these these uh protests which which are already, you know, on the edge, right? All it takes is something to tip them one way or the other. But you have this person who's who's not there to protest, right? That that's a fact. He wasn't there to protest what happened. Now, they can say he was there to protect businesses or, you know, any of those kind of things. The the point is he entered another state and he wasn't there to protest. He was there armed. And then this happened. So why would anyone think it's a good idea to let people like that walk around during this situation,
1: well, it doesn't help because it just instigates the whole problem. I mean, he was arrested in charge of murder. I think, right?
0: Yeah, but I don't think that's going to stick. Unfortunately,
1: I think it may, but you know, I I agree with you there. I mean, well, because they're going it, to cause it, it, it adds to the problem. It, it all it does is cause more problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not solving the problem; you're just causing more problems. And you know, just unfortunately, two people died
0: yeah if if you you know one of, the, one of the another thing which you i i think we would have to do is we'd have to say all right listen you know we we want to be we want you to be heard you you can protest with no problem but to to try to keep things safe and peaceful you know, you have to make sure people aren't just coming into your, to your, again, you're the, because you want
1: to, you want to keep the protesters safe too. I mean, mean,
0: exactly. Yes. Like you said,
1: you've gone out with your daughters. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. God forbid anything ever happened there. I mean, you, you want to have that protection there for them and for yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, 100%. Yeah. But I do. uh, Protests are important in this country because it's always been there in this country. You know,
0: May, may i ask you a question sure what do you think because i i'm honestly confused by this as well because i've been hearing it so much what do you think is the proper way to protest
1: the proper way to protest
0: because mm-hmm. every time somebody seems to protest the, the the response is that's not how you should do it
1: well like i said chris i i i'm old enough to remember when Martin Luther King and the way he did it, I mean, the man was arrested, beaten Mm -hmm. and what he did worked. It worked. I mean, he was murdered. Yeah, but that didn't change from what he did. I mean, he changed things, Mm you know, and he wasn't, you know, he knew that that was going to happen. He knew, I think he foretold that he was going to die. He was going to be shot and uh, he was willing to give his life because he believed in so much what he was doing, he believed in equal rights.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He he wanted to see equality for right. all people, all people, and you know he wanted this the racism to end because he, he saw firsthand what it was like, you know, and you know, and I believe he made a difference. And I I, I mean, if you have people, you have a lot of people join together who believe in what they're doing it mm-hmm. will change things i don't care what you and you know to keep away the ones that really don't believe in it that just want to cause chaos and damage yeah if you weed those people out
0: mm-hmm. and you
1: keep the people in there that really believe in what they're doing you know because back then, back then they all believed in what they were doing
0: right they, they, they were they were way more unified
1: yes and they yeah. you know they were yep. very unified you know i watched um have you seen that new show harriet the movie
0: uh no i have not but i am familiar with what you're talking about
1: yeah i saw that last night that was very powerful i you know and it just shows you what one even one person can do because right. what she did she just brought, you know, and it just brought more and more people together, you know, and, and one person, she brought a thousand people out of slavery, mm-hmm. a thousand people out of slavery, a woman, you know, so it shows you what, when people really believe, and she believed in what she was doing, she was, she felt she was touched from God and she wasn't going to be stopped, you know, and, you know, I believe, uh, Martin Luther King was the same way. I believe he was touched by God and he was not going to be stopped in what he was doing. And you know and you you do that with thousands upon thousands of people people are going to listen. They're going to listen. You know. You see a th- like I saw that in New York. You see, you had a thousands of people just together. All right. You know, unity. And that's the key, Chris. Unity. You got to be joined together as one. You know, you can't have a bunch of people in there that are taking away from what you're doing. And that's what's happening. And that's what people are seeing. They're seeing these clowns that are, you know, Mm -hmm. just there to cause chaos. It takes Mm -hmm. away from what you're doing, you know, because what you're doing is important. You know, it means something. Right. And so that's why I said you got to get these... Somehow there's got to be an answer to this. So you're right protesting is a part of what this country is and only change can come from that
0: yeah you know it's but right it's, now
1: it's just you know these other people are causing division and that's the whole purpose of that they want to they want to fuel this so all it does is causing people to hate each other and you know
0: yeah but see something that confuses me and and, and angers me is you know here we are talking about the protest, right? Yeah. And and ad- admittedly so, and correct me if I'm wrong, th- the things that you are seeing as far as the destruction and stuff, does that not take away from the message of the protest for you personally? Does
1: it take it away? Yeah. It
0: okay, right. So so perfect. So let, so so we know that. Now flip it to, to what, what I'm seeing or people like me are seeing where we're being told racism doesn't exist in a police force. And then we're, we're seeing... These things happen, you know. I can send you articles upon articles of racism in the police force, but but yet we're being told that doesn't exist. It, it, the president said that, okay. The president said that. So why is it okay for the destruction to take away from the message of the protest? But evidence of racism in the police force does it not? Why should it not take away from the trust in the police force itself? Why are we looked at as crazy when we say, hey, things need to change with police? And people are saying, no, 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 no. That's that's just one bad apple. Or no 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 no. You're misunderstanding. They were justified in doing that. Why is that okay?
1: That's
0: a good question.
1: That is a good question.
0: Do you see how do you see the hard the, the hard part there?
1: I I see what you're saying, yeah. You
0: know, I'm not one to say that all police are bad. I will never say that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, yeah, well, you know? they're,
1: not, they're not all bad, you know? right? I, I, you know, I, I've known good and bad cops in my life. You know,
0: but I've been I've, told I've had my
1: run-in with the police. I mean, I was arrested yeah. three times before I was 16. So yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> I, I can see that.
1: <laughs> yeah. so, so I've had my run-ins, but you know, I've I've come to learn to respect the badge, the law and order. I mean, because mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I found that. When I argued and tried to fight against him, I got arrested. <laughs> and you know, ended up in a cell a few times, so mm-hmm. you know that that did me no good. But I, when I learned to finally say, "Okay, let me talk to him like a human being," you know, let me try to just rationalize, and that made a lot of difference doing it that way. You mm-hmm. know, so my question to you, Chris, I, I, yeah, I see these. Why do? Why do? people that i'm seeing why are they resistant so badly why are they fighting against them you know mm-hmm. why, why is that happening you know that, you know
0: that is that is
1: they're, they're they're turning on the cops they're, they're fighting with them
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and why are they doing that, that
0: yeah that that's a that's a good question because you know in, in in some cases it confuses me as well right because based on what i've seen that can happen. My first thought process is don't even risk it. Don't risk it. Don't give them a reason, right? that That's yep. how I would usually think. So f- first and foremost, I personally think that every police officer should have a body camera. Okay? Because these cell phone videos that we see, you don't hear no, what not is telling being
1: said. It's not telling the whole story.
0: Ex- exactly, right? So I, I personally no, I think that. that that should I be the I first thing. That. Now, as far as resisting arrest, um, let, let's just say the scenario, right? Let's say you are standing minding your business. We just finished drafting our fantasy football teams over at the park, right? Yep. All of a sudden, a police officer pulls up and he says, hey, put your hands up. Like, that's it. No no question about what you're doing. And they just say, put your hands up. Now, some people would say, well, just put your hands up. But the, the main thing you hear nowadays in this country is well it's a free country right i i did nothing wrong even with the mask i don't have to wear a mask this is america so am i now being told that just because a police officer says put my hands up i should just put my hands up is is that how things should work with the police no right so now if i say no i'm not putting my hands up then all of a sudden it becomes well, get on the ground right now I have the right, and we should time. look this up, because I think we have the right to resist an unlawful order. I'm going to look that up after after we finish talking here, but I, I'm 98% sure we have the right to resist an unlawful order. So if I'm doing nothing, and a police officer says, get on the ground, I have the right to say no. Well, then what happens? Th- then a, a a scuffle ensues, right? So now, you know, a cell phone video picks up me fighting with the cop, resisting arrest. Now, you, even with even with uh, Jacob Black, or, or... Jacob Blake. Blake, excuse me, Jacob Blake. Okay, yeah. so they, they say he resisted arrest, okay, and then there was a knife in his car. Mind you, they shot him before they knew there was a knife in the car. So that can't be a reason why they shot him if they found out after the fact. So many times, it's after the fact. Tamir Rice, 12 years old. No words were exchanged. The police pulled up and shot him in an open carry state. So it doesn't matter if he had a gun. Mind you, the, the what kid...
1: About the, but what about the scuffle before that? Because suppose that... Um,
0: with Tamir of, Rice? or when, J- I,
1: when I'm hearing, he was... Um,
0: Blake? Thing, Jacob Blake?
1: He, he had a, they went there was a 911 call the uh-huh. they were, so his girlfriend called 911
0: we 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 are speaking about Jacob Blake Great right?
1: the, the one who was just shot right
0: oh yes yes okay yep. go on
1: yeah he had uh, it was a 911 call his girlfriend called they mm-hmm. pulled up he had a warrant out for sexual assault on on him mm-hmm. already so he was you know and they tried to contain him he fought back, they tased mm-hmm. him, the taser didn't work, mm-hmm. and he fought even more, and mm-hmm. they kept trying to get him to, you know, I guess, I don't know if it was a female, a young woman, I don't know who it was, but, um, and that's when he went around to the car, and yep. re- reached in, and I think it was one officer shot him seven times in the back, which was right. kind of, you know, that Overkill. was, yeah, that was, that, that was, that was the part, I, why'd you shoot him seven times? Yeah.
0: No. So you, did Did you see you saw the video? Yes. OK. So, again, I don't know. I can't confirm everything that you said there as far as the calls and stuff. But let's just say fine. He had the warrant. Uh, they, they called the police. He, they tried to tase him and didn't work. Now, again, there were, I believe, four officers there. Yes. OK. So none of the officers had any kind of mace, pepper spray, anything like that.
1: I, I can't answer that, Chris. I know all I know is uh, I, from when they tased him. Right. The taser didn't work, and that's when yep. he just he broke away from him.
0: Yep, yep, yep. And, and he yeah, walked over to, to the, the car. car, yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, yep, I saw that too. So, so he, now, here's- what I,
1: why Instead of uh, that as a resort to shoot somebody dead, I mean, why don't you have a tranquilizer dart?
0: <laughs> right. Know? Listen, I, I, that's, you know, that's exactly- that, that's you have that same
1: thing for animals. Why wouldn't you do that for a person?
0: That's that's what myself and other people are constantly upset about. I've seen video, and the one I just posted you in one, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So there there are videos of police officers literally running away from people who are trying to attack them. Yeah. Yet, okay. Here's no, let me, someone let me ask you a here's someone walking away, and they're being shot.
1: Now let me ask you a question. The two videos you sent me. The first one, the guy was running towards the cop and he didn't get shot. Correct. Okay. And then the other one, the guy was walking away. And he got shot. And he got shot. Yep. But see, that's the individual officer. The the first video, the guy had because that guy was going right at him. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was ready to attack. But the officer showed restraint and didn't shoot
0: okay that that's fair let's let's play the that's a, a different officer card let's play that one okay well how about what again what just happened so this man was shot seven times in the back because he was walking into a car and he could have he possibly could have been reaching for a weapon and then the the kid um shot two people three people excuse me he's walking toward i believe four police cars Oh, wait a people, people, he, people shot, are...
1: he shot three people right before that?
0: Yes. He shot three, killed two, and he's walking toward the police officers, and people are yelling, he shot someone, he shot someone, and what do they do? They drive oh, right ask you question.
1: Was he white?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: nah, I, I couldn't really tell that well, but... Okay. Now I, now, now I see now this, why you sent me the two different videos.
0: Oh, different. No, hold on. I'm sorry. Let, let's clear up any confusion. The video I sent you, that that's not what I'm referring to now. I'm speaking about the kid who, who was just um, at the uh, protest for Jacob oh, that, Blake. Oh, that kid. Yeah, that kid. that kid who shot three people. Yeah.
1: No. I, okay? thought were, yeah, I thought you were talking about that first video you sent
0: no, me. No, no. So, so now this is the same police force, mind you, that killed Jacob Blake. This is the yep. same police force, and here is a here is someone walking toward them with a gun across his chest, and people are screaming, he shot someone. The, the police officers are responding to shots, fired calls, and the one person walking toward them with a gun is not stopped. He went home that night, slept in his bed, and was arrested the next day. But this same police force shot someone seven times in the back because of the idea that he could be reaching for a weapon. Now if I'm seeing that, do you not think I would have a problem trusting the police?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yet some people still don't understand what these protests are about. And that's the, that's the sad part. Sad and scary by the way, because it's it's making my concern seem less than real. It makes me it makes me feel like I'm being crazy.
1: It's a very good point, Chris. Very good point.
0: You know, I, one thing that I've been trying to do is see things from other perspectives, right? I mean, it started, you know, I have two daughters. So obviously, as a, as a man, I'm not always going to understand what they're going through or what they need. But the first step is to try to understand how they see things, right? So that that's the first step. Yep. And if, if I can do that, then, okay, here, maybe I can see things. You know, I, I can understand why some people who grew up in a town without a lot of black people may not understand what's happening in the world. So so let me talk to them, right? Let let me give them an idea. But when people just decide, you no, know, you're overreacting, no, that's not true, no, that's not happening, it it creates a very grim picture of what the future is going to hold.
1: Do you have people actually saying that to you? Yes. Really?
0: Yes. Yes. I have now I've talked to people before I've made this podcast. So maybe I'll try to have them on one more time, but I've talked to people on the phone and it ended with, yeah. So I don't think we could be friends anymore. Really? Yeah. Because this isn't just a difference of opinion, which is fine. But if you're willing to say, you know, these things that, because again, I, I want to back things up with, information so I, I can send people articles i can send them videos i can send them this stuff and if they can see that with their own eyes and still say no that's not that's not an issue or no that's not why or i i can't do Is anything it else
1: they, they don't want to see it or
0: i think that's the only thing that's stopping people if you're showing them all the information that you're trying to explain to them and they're deciding not to see it what else, what else can i do what else can i do Again, I agree. I'm, on, I'm,
1: deep, I'm not. Deep.
0: I'm not trying to change their mind. I'm not. I'm not trying to change you, their why mind. No?
1: You're trying to get them to see what you're. I just saying. want them. Yeah, I just want them <laughs> to, to understand, understand what you're saying. So. Yes. Yeah. I think yes, it, there needs to be uh, the the police need it needs reform. They need to be a better co-op mm-hmm. for one thing to mm-hmm. deal with these kind of situations. Without yes. you know, and you know, like I, you know, I. Using a tranquilizer gun makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense because, you know, you hit somebody with a tranquilizer, that's going to put them right out. It's mm-hmm. Not going to kill them, but it'll put them out. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and that it's a lot. If somebody's resisting you and fighting against you, I mean, even if it seems like the taser doesn't work. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's what that's supposed to be supposed to do. But you know, I mean. The, Shooting somebody should not be a resort that they have to, you know. Shooting that guy seven times in the back, is, mm-hmm. that was made no sense. I didn't. Why, you know, you shot the guy seven times in the back. Right. You know,
0: and in the, you hit know, him this over, whole hit time. His
1: back is turned. Hit him over to yeah. the head with a belly club. Yeah.
0: Instead of trying it, to kill him.
1: Not, yeah. You don't <laughs> have to shoot him. Man,
0: you know, close the door I,
1: I, on him so he can't move.
0: I, well, that's another thing. The door. I mean, There's can, four police officers there, yes. and before he has a chance to "quote unquote" reach for a weapon, it, it, tackle the guy. Yeah, I I've right seen, seen they were
1: right there yeah. against the door. All they had exactly. to do was put the bodies against the door and stop them.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, they didn't have to shoot them.
0: But guess what? Guess what? Everything. No, I don't want to say that. A lot of things that I'm seeing online are people who are saying things like, well, he shouldn't have reached for the in the car. Well, you know, he shouldn't have resisted arrest. Well, he had warrants out for his arrest. Well, he did this. Uh, literally justifying this man being shot seven times and is now paralyzed from the waist down.
1: No, this is, yeah, this is not, the thing I that would, we're dealing with. I did put, I I posted on Facebook, you know, don't resist. You know, if you're stopped by a cop, don't resist. But that doesn't justify shooting the guy seven times. It does not.
0: So, so can I ask you something? Sure. Do you, do you ever think that there is a time when as a citizen of the United States of America, you have the right to resist arrest? Do you do you think there's ever a time?
1: Um, do I think I have the right to resist arrest?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, of course. But do I physically try to stop myself, then I, I think there's a line we can cross when that happens. If, if once it, it turns into a physical, physical confrontation, mm-hmm. then you have crossed the line that you shouldn't have. That's that's okay. my feeling because then the cop feels like he's in danger. And if he doesn't mm-hmm. have the proper training, he's going to respond. And you don't know what kind of way he's going to respond. I mean, true, you know, but, um, Yeah, of course you have the right. You're in America. You have the right to. If you've done nothing wrong. Yes, you do. But if you've broken the law and you're resisting arrest, then then it's a different story.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, if Mm -hmm. I broken,
1: if I just, you know, uh, had to uh, rob somebody, I just jumped somebody. I just assaulted a woman in the street corner and Mm -hmm. I'm stopped. Am I going to try to resist arrest? Of course I am, because I'm guilty.
0: Right, right.
1: You know, but if I've done nothing wrong and I'm stopped, and I'm told to, you know, put my hands up, put my hands behind my back, or you know, I'm going to, yeah, wait a minute, I haven't done anything. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to resist arrest.
0: So actually, that's that's an interesting thing you just said there, because so on one end, people may resist arrest because they're guilty. Yeah. Right. And on the other end, people may resist arrest because they did nothing wrong. Okay. Which is, which, which I I agree with. Right. And it could be other reasons too, but those, but if you've done nothing wrong,
1: you really have nothing to worry about. Right. I mean,
0: well, so most of the time, yeah. So most of the time, right. Because what happens when I'm walking down the street, minding my business and a cop pulls up and says, Hey, put your hands up and get against the wall. Now I've done nothing wrong. I say, Whoa, what's going on? And they say, you fit a description. And I say, okay, but I haven't done anything wrong. Now that's when things can escalate. So instead of saying, okay, we're just going to talk to you, because again, I've seen videos mm-hmm. where instead of being talked to, it's all of a sudden a use of force. So Then that person be- starts resisting okay. arrest.
1: They automatically, so, exactly, of trying to talk, listen to what you're saying. Right. They automatically, you know, assume you're guilty.
0: So do you, you think that's because that, that
1: because it's, being a black man. They're saying, well, because you're black, we think you're guilty. You
0: think I don't think happened? I don't I don't think it's that. What I think is, and there there's evidence to back this up, is that black people are perceived as more dangerous than white people. And so if if I'm being stopped because I quote unquote fit a description, some police officers may feel that if I begin to resist in any way, shape, or form. Their first step is to neutralize the threat, and in most cases, that means shoot or shoot to kill.
1: Now, let me let me ask you. We're going to go down a whole other path here because I got (laughs) a lot of questions for you, my friend. You know, because one of my biggest things is what's happening in the inner city with young Mm -hmm. black men Mm -hmm. and the amount of young men that are being that are killing each other you know mm-hmm. in the inner city and it's being like ignored like and i i i'm at i have a hard time with that you know it's like why is that being ignored don't their don't their lives matter i mean i don't want to get off the subject that's why i said maybe we could do another podcast on that
0: because... oh you're wa- you're walking back anytime brother
1: yeah because uh, this is good chris I'm, I'm 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 very glad you called because this is good. You know,
0: yeah, I mean, so to to answer your question, you know, this is something that comes up a lot when. How do you how do you
1: feel about that when you see this? And
0: you, I mean, it's like
1: this has been going on for so long, Chris. You know, it's of like, course. And how many lives have been lost because of this? Because
0: I mean, how well? How far back do you want to go? Do you want to go to the crack epidemic, or do you want to just go to like gang violence? Like, how far back do you want to go? Because that's what I'm you, saying.
1: It go. This it, keep, this, you know.
0: Right. So if, if you go, if you go far enough back, you started, you started to get into government policies, you started to get into, you know, over policing, you start to get into uh, the 13th. Amendment. Oh, that That's another thing you should watch. You should watch that one. I think it's, I think it's called 13th on Netflix. Yeah. Um, when it talks about, um, you know, what happens when you, you have mass incarceration or um, when they did the, was it three strikes? Uh, yeah. rule. I mean all these things can devastate communities and then you add in drugs or alcohol and that kind of stuff where it just tears down the structure of a community starting with um the males in the, in that in that system it's it's awful
1: yeah it is awful and and it's like it's just allowed to keep happening and it's generational now this is like generation after generation and you know just think Chicago right now is a war zone you know? mm-hmm. and nothing's being done mm-hmm. nothing it just keeps happening
0: well I, I spoke to a friend of mine um and we we're we were speaking about um how to change communities like that and I, I don't I don't I've never been to Chicago and I think it's depicted as a terrible place but then people tell me that it's beautiful so I don't know I know there's a lot of things happening there. Um, but but one thing that I think needs to happen is everyone talks about the violence, the violence, the violence. Well, tell me about the opportunities. What opportunities are there in Chicago for minorities, for the youth? If their only opportunity is to, to uh, and I'm, I'm not saying this is what's happening, I don't know, but it's to sell drugs or join a gang, why are we surprised when that's what's happening? You know? If, if we're so concerned about over-policing, why are we not concerned about giving people opportunities? And
1: that's what should be
0: happening. Yeah. Opportunity. I mean, you, you, all these rundown
1: neighborhoods, all these slums, knock them mm-hmm. down and put all these people, young guys and women to work to rebuild mm-hmm. what they have, to take pride in where they live. That's what you got to instill in young people. I mean, I've been there. That's what happened with me. I was mm-hmm. in a gang. I was, you know, the whole thing, drugs, everything, you know, just mm-hmm. uh, and but I just, someone in my life finally instilled in me what it meant to, to start to work for something good in my life because mm-hmm. I had nothing was ever given to me. I mean, it's just, right. you know, I come from, we had a, uh, how, do you put, how do I put it, a dysfunctional family growing up so. Mm-hmm. My father died when I was 12 and, you know, my mother had to work as a waitress, but she, my mother wouldn't take handouts; She just, she worked hard, you know, mm-hmm. she, and she did what she could for us. But, you know,
0: right?
1: you know, I was drawn to the street and that's where, uh, you yeah, I grew I grew up very street wise, but that, I had to learn. I had to learn a lot of things the hard way in my life. Mm-hmm. But you're right. You got to give that somebody and whoever it is. Male, female, give them a chance, an opportunity to show them that their life has meaning, that they can do something with their life. Because you got all these young people being snuffed out without even having that chance. I mean
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a shame. It really is. I mean, sometimes I think about my life could have been different, you know? One 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 different decision, one different choice, and I could be on an entirely different path, you know. But again, without alternatives, there are children who don't see any other way, you know.
1: But, but how do we how do we change that? How do we change that? Well,
0: I would I would I would start with uh, well uh, I I would start with the over or or what what people are talking about now when they say defund the police, and in most cases, I believe people really mean reallocate some of the funds, you know. If you are more open to the idea of filling these neighborhoods with more police, as opposed to saying, well, you know what, here's a boys and girls club. You know what? Here here, we're gonna we're gonna redo your park so you guys can you know get outside and and do these things. We're going to I don't know, clean up the neighbor, you know, any of those kind of things. I'd be more than than willing to
1: to go into the poorer neighbor and start doing something like that to just to show these people there, there are other ways to to be able to, you know, do something in your life, that there are opportunities there and show them the opportunities that are available to them, you know, to show them. You know, I mean, you have all these trades. You have mm-hmm. the building trade, electrical, plumbing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was an electrician all my life. So, I, you know, and I became an electrician. I never finished 10th grade. But I taught myself to be an electrician. So, yeah. And that's never finishing. You know, the highest grade I went was 10th. You know, because, uh, like I said, you know, I was, I was more drawn to the street than
0: anything else. Right. But I
1: did, you know, I finally did, okay, I need to do something. And that's what you could, t- you know, if I could do it, anybody could do it.
0: You and, know? you know, and that's that's another thing is that when you when you talk about how to help these these cities or neighborhoods, you know, when you start with, you know, lack of a father figure, you know, they, they were taken out of the house, whether it's through untimely death, whether it's through like murder, whether it's through the prison system. So then you have the children in the household who are therefore forced to grow up and help out to, to contribute to the household. So then you have someone younger who, well, they, they're so young to get a job. So the local drug dealer says, Hey, listen, you know, you do this for me. I'll give you, you know, fifty bucks or whatever. Now they're getting money. You know, is that going to draw them to the streets? And then let's say they get arrested and it's on their their record. And then when they get their background check, and all of a sudden they're not getting hired because of a of a silly charge. You know, those kind of things add up. Yeah. You know, and and, and, and so money get,
1: and they get discouraged, the and you know,
0: right? Mo- money drives everything. So if you can't yeah. get a job, well, yeah. what they're are you going to do?
1: Yeah. You know, I don't know how you feel about that, but I think the worst thing they ever did for the black community was the welfare system. You know, I feel that was the worst thing you could have done.
0: You know, and that well, was- I, I, I would go with 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 the crack epidemic. That was probably yeah. one of the worst things. I mean, you look at you—you you look at what's yeah. happening now with where they're offering help to people who are what is it? The opioid crisis, right? That's what they're calling it. The opioid crisis. Yeah. These people are getting help. I mean, there's, there's billboards and commercials, but back then, Oh, oh, you're you're going to jail. I mean, you've got, you've got people doing the same drug in different forms and some people are doing hard time and some people are getting a slap on the wrist. So once that's happening and you're destroying families, I think that's the worst thing that, that happened to the black community, personally. Yeah.
1: I'm going back to the very start. That was Lyndon Johnson. You know, Lyndon Johnson was the biggest racist ever to be a president.
0: Well, um, you got to look at the
1: history of him because he, was, he, he wasn't really a nice guy. I mean, he, let's put it that way. I, well, I, did, I did a lot of research on him, and he was not a good person.
0: Reagan was pretty bad. I don't know if a lot of people know that Reagan was. I think Reagan was pretty bad, personally. But I mean, listen, you. But that took
1: that took a lot of the initiative away. I mean that, because then you're saying, well, if 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 you have a child without a husband, we're going to give you money, right? And that just and it became generational. It's like, so where's the ambition? I mean, you wouldn't if somebody's giving me money where's my ambition?
0: See, I I get that. I do. But I look at it the same way with this unemployment thing that was happening is that if people, I don't think personally, people would rather live in poverty and not work. I feel like if the opportunity was there for them to actually make a good living, they would take, I think they would take it. And when you look at the unemployment so, thing where people are saying, well, now no one's going to want to go back to work because they're getting an extra $600. Well, raise the minimum wage so people can work and make a living wage. Why Why does it take unemployment to offer extra benefits to get people to say, hey, li- this money's good. I, I don't want to work because I'm making so much more money. That's the issue.
1: I understand. What you- so you think that the opportunity to be able to make a... Affordable living wage is an answer to what's going on too. I mean, oh oh, one hundred percent. I agree with that.
0: One hundred percent. I don't. I don't. Listen, I. Per, I don't know personally people who would rather sit at home and get. I don't. I don't know what unemployment is. Is it like sixty percent of your pay or something like that? Unemployment. I yeah.
1: No, I haven't. I haven't collected unemployment in like forty years. So <laughs> it
0: <was> good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Um, I I think I think it's sixty percent of your pay, but I don't think people would rather have that than to wake up every day with a purpose, right? Yep, and, and actually go do a a hard day's work and make a living wage. I I don't think that's the case, but that's just me. I could I could be wrong.
1: No, I agree. I you know, that it's. I think that's in most people to want to be able to work for what they have. You know, to yeah, to have some kind to be able to, you know. Look forward to each day, you know, to have something to look forward to, mm-hmm. you know, to have the opportunity to grow, to, you know, you know, to you, you you get into whatever it may be, you know, whatever business you want to get into, even to start your own business, to have that opportunity to, mm-hmm. to be able to do that, to, you know, I think that's what most people want in their lives, just to be able to have some kind of meaning in their lives, whether through God, through work, you know. Mm-hmm. you know, you know I, i'm a, a christian i that's you know but not a crutch i just where i am in my life so
0: right right no and that and that's fine and i know plenty of I mean, myself you know i'm a christian so um but there are some christians which you probably know who do use christianity, christianity as a crutch so yes
1: yeah i um, i yep they do
0: yeah. So, but listen, there, there's there's so many things, and, and I think talking, I think we realize that a lot of things intertwine, right? There, yep. We can talk about one thing, and then it affects something else. So, I think when when people focus on one thing, right? They say, if you go to back to Kaepernick kneeling, right? You know, they they say, no, you you can't kneel during the flag or during the anthem, and police brutality isn't an issue. But then we say, well, well, it is, and it ties into this. Well, once they decide that police brutality isn't an issue, they don't want to hear anything else that has to do with it. And, and so that's becoming an issue because people are missing out on everything that that message connects to because they shut down on the first part of that.
1: Yeah, they don't realize what it was for in the first place.
0: Exactly. So
1: all they're seeing is the kneeling and they don't, Realize what I what started it in the first place was right. police brutality.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now let me
1: ask you a question on Black Lives Matter, the organization. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's being taken that politically it's being used now for political purposes? Oh,
0: of course. When you have listen, when you have Democrats, Kneeling inside buildings like that—it's yeah, political. What are,
1: what are they doing that for? They, they don't care; they're just doing it for show, and that's all. So
0: Listen, it's, I, it's I, the same I, thing with, with the Republicans as a Democrats, right? Yeah, and, I agree. They, that's, why, they, that's
1: why I'm not—they
0: they, need the black vote, yep. but they don't care about black issues, and yep. it's, it's unfortunate. But that's what I really believe, and because that was the case, things would be a lot different. Yeah, but,
1: that's what I want. I want to see somebody finally say, we're going to go into the city and give these, you know, and start making a big change here, you know? Just... Right.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's rough. Yeah. Because um...
1: see I, I, way back when I used to drive a, a ta- I grew up in New Haven, so I used to drive mm-hmm. a taxi in New Haven at night. And I saw a lot of things that, you know, I used to go into the projects and, and mm-hmm. pick people up, you know, and I saw a lot of things that you wouldn't normally see. And, you know, right. I got to see, you know, young mothers that, you know, this is the only way they had no car, but, mm-hmm. you know, and I got to talking to people and, you know, just, uh, just seeing that I saw a totally different way of life, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: just, you know, it, it was, you know, it was an eye opener. It was an eye opener, you know, and just to see a 13 year old kid pull a gun on me, that was an eye opener too, you know, and it's just, you know. It's a total, and to see people having to
0: live that way, I mean, just right, right, and and I think what you just said there, people that have to live that way, I don't, yeah. I don't think people wake up and want to live that way. No, they don't. Um, they don't. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it's rough. It's terrible, and and that's why I don't, I don't ever want to judge people. I don't know why they are the way they are. I don't. But you'd be surprised at what you can learn from talking to them. Yeah. right., mm-hmm. hey, you know what opportunities do you need to change your circumstances? you know if if you had access to a well-paying job, would you not rob people? Would you not do this? You know, what are politicians actually doing for the community? you know we hey, we can go even to celebrities who, you know, they're making these money, this money from, from these people and well, what are you giving back you know what I mean it's it's unfortunate
1: don't just, don't just uh say something with no meaning behind it just for the sake of saying it I mean do
0: something right right and listen like like for example I I'm not well I'm a fan of LeBron James off of the basketball court I don't like him as a basketball player but that may be because I'm a Celtics fan but whatever
1: well you but, and Chris, you and Chris agree on that yeah
0: exactly right <laughs> so but th- this man has opened a school he has uh, i believe he provided transitional housing for for single parents i believe
1: well, that's, that's great cuz he's doing something
0: he he he's is not doing... just
1: talking he's doing
0: now he's doing all of this right now mind you this is stuff you can easily search up it's not that hard the the this is the age of information okay mm-hmm. he's doing these things yet when he speaks out against police brutality you see people on the news saying things like you know oh why should we listen to lebron James? um what who was it kushner right yep. uh, Jared? yeah he's talking about oh well maybe we should see more things instead of just talking about it again these are things you can look up this man has done so much for the community so i never knew not that. not not, like, not just not that. just for where he grew that. up so
1: he's yeah look it up publicity he's
0: just doing it look it up
1: yeah
0: it's public information
1: i know but he's not looking, but this he's not looking for the
0: exactly uh, but he, but this is someone who works for the white house saying these things about lebron james what it, now i could easily turn around and say what have that, you Trump's, done uh, son-in-law? yeah yeah so you know it's things like that where it's disheartening to see you lose faith in the administration. Yet here we are, and there's people who are blindly going to vote for this, for this administration again, and like so, I guess it's kind of circle it all back to, to Trump. So
1: yeah, I know, but you know, then it comes down to your your choices for a president. You know, like Joe Biden is not. You know, once again, we're dealing with the fact: what what's the uh, the better of two evils?
0: I, mean, I know and i i wish in america we would stop having to vote for the lesser of two evils because that's not
1: that's no, not the way it should
0: what be. we mean, should be doing it no but but you know and in this you know we'll do this on another podcast if you ever want to talk again but
1: no, I, I, I seriously you know, really do want to do this again this has been I, uh, very informative and very enjoyable You're a good good person to talk with, Chris, and I think this can make a change. I I really believe that that, you know, starting here, this can make a change because we're we're, yeah, we don't agree on everything. We have our differences of opinion, but we're able to talk about it and Mm -hmm. be able to see beyond our differences. You know, because that's what we that's what we 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 need to be able to do that as a society to be able to see beyond our differences and to meet somewhere. You know? Right, and that, that's important. That, you know that's how progress yeah. happens. That's how you know just uh, change happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, man, there's like there's a million things that we can talk about. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: Chris.
0: You know, but I, I think this I think this was a, this was a good start. You know, yeah, it was. Um, it was. We we touched on a lot of topics, and and I appreciate you. You know, don't ever be afraid to ask certain questions, right? Because we we, we need to get past that. We need to be able to hey listen if this question is on my mind i, I want to ask and the same right? goes
1: here i want you to ask me you no know, don't be afraid to ask me the hard questions because mm-hmm. you, know, you know it's important yeah. so and i'm i feel the same way about me asking you the hard questions i think i asked good. you a few hard questions here so it's good
0: <laughs> and and i and i appreciate it. i appreciate because you know they're honest questions right like yeah. it's okay and, and one of the things I tell people, even my daughters, it's okay if you don't know things. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with not knowing things. Yep. What's wrong is if you choose to continue to be ignorant on certain topics because yeah. you don't want to ask or find the information regarding okay. that. Yeah. So let's do this again okay. sometimes, man. I I really do, uh, I really do appreciate you right, coming on. let me on know when
1: that. you got a topic.
0: Yeah, man. What what I'll do is um, I'll reach out to you and I'll say, hey, listen, you want to talk about this? And then we'll, we'll do that.
1: Yeah. Sounds great, Chris.
0: All right brother I' I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon all right
1: uh, you take care of yourself?